Hey everyone! This week we're replaying one of our favorite episodes from our first year of our show. We hope you enjoy it and we'll be back with a fresh episode next week. Welcome to Just One More with Joanna and Daphne, a fitness and nutrition podcast for normal people who want to be more awesome. I'm Joanna Shaw-Flam. I'm an actor and a comedian and a normal person. And I am Daphne Yang. I'm a certified personal trainer, nutrition counselor, and I'm the creator of Hit It, New York's ultimate high-intensity interval training workout. And before we get started with our episode today, remember to talk to your doctor before you start any workout or nutrition plan. Uh, so today... Uh, we're going to talk about five ways to love your body. So uh, it's just been Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I hope you had a great time uh, showing your love for either a romantic partner or a friend or someone in your family. I hope you got uh, some nice cards. Um, but even if you didn't, uh, whether you did or did not, now it's time to send a Valentine to yourself. So today we're going to go through a list of five ways that you can show your body that you love your body in a way that is actually enjoyable and does not feel like work and instead feels like something you want to do. Uh, so uh, we're going to be talking about these, I think, all week on Facebook also. So make sure that you like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash justonemorepod so that uh, you can uh, be part of that conversation and tell us what you do to love your body. So Daphne, five ways to love your body. Let's start with number one. What's, and these aren't in order of preference. They're just in a list of how <laughs> numbers just, go. They're just things that we love. They're five things we love. Yeah. Five things that are super special and five things that are nice treats. Treat yourself. That's right. Treat yourself. It's totally possible to treat to do something that is a treat for yourself and is also good for your body. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're talking about today. I mean, I consider it a treat when I eat like a giant thing of mac and cheese, but then like, you know, that's not like something I can do all the time. But, but do you the, feel great afterwards? It depends. <laughs> <laughs> so what's one way we can send a Valentine to ourselves? Number one, dark chocolate and red wine. Ooh. Yeah. My magic words. <laughs> Two of my favorite things. So yeah. I know they taste delicious. They do taste delicious, and they are also very good for you in copious amounts. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, dark chocolate, um, especially if it's 70% or higher, um, the, there are tons of antioxidants in dark chocolate, and if the dark chocolate is 70% or higher, the sugar levels are actually really low. Um, so I recommend, and that's actually something I recommend all the time to people, if you need dessert, just have some dark chocolate. It's really satisfying. You don't need a lot of it. And hey, even if you do eat a lot of it, it's totally no big deal, <laughs> you know, because then you're just going to have tons of wine and you're going to fall asleep and everything <laughs> will be a-okay. <laughs> um, just, I don't want to go into this too much, but like, why are antioxidants good for you again? Uh, so here's the example I'm going to give. Uh, you cut an apple slice open and it oxidizes, it turns brown. Mm -hmm. Now you take an antioxidant, we're gonna use lemon juice as an example. So take, take a, your apple slices and you cover them in lemon juice and they don't turn brown, they did not oxidize. So oxygen which, which part of my body uh, is turning brown? So yeah, so pretty much um, 
everything is all the time. No. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but antioxidants uh, do prevent things from oxidizing in your body. Um, and that's, it's just really beneficial to you. Just keeps things, uh, keeps things, um, stronger and more powerful. And it's like, it prevents your body from rusting. That's mm. the, that's the analogy I'm going to use. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's the deal with red wine? Well, red wine is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love red wine. And for me, that is my ultimate, um, you know, decadent treat. I think the combination of dark chocolate and red wine, I truly believe that they each bring something out in the other and they are just a match made in heaven. And red wine also has antioxidants uh, from the skins of the grapes. So, uh, for me, it's one of those things where I feel better after having some dark chocolate and red wine versus having some other types of desserts and drinks. Um, I'm going to use just like an example. Um, if I have a really big sugary, you know, ice cream milkshake, Mm -hmm. I I love milkshakes. And also a beer. And and a beer. Uh, I'll feel a little less sugary and a little less bloated. And of course there's some sugar in the dark chocolate and of course there's sugar in wine, but of course not as much as a, um, you know, delicious milkshake, milkshake, you will just feel a little bit better afterwards. And I actually do feel like inflammation levels go down for me personally, when I do have a little bit of dark chocolate and red wine versus, uh, the morning after having a milkshake, a birthday cake and a margarita. Yeah. Ooh, this Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) So, so sit down with some dark chocolate and a little red wine for a uh, treat that you can feel good about. Yeah, just things that feel decadent and things that are dark in color. Um, you know, those are generally a little bit better for you and things that taste delicious to you. Awesome. So number one, dark chocolate and red wine. We're off to a good start. Uh, what's number two on our list of ways to love your body? Massage. Ooh, this sounds good too. Treat yourself to a massage. Uh, do you have a favorite massage place? Well, I mostly have gotten massages through my physical therapist. Oh yeah. Um, so it's maybe like a little more medical than like getting a spa massage, but, uh, it works great for me because my insurance pays for it. So, (laughs) and it's still ultra relaxing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have a favorite massage place? Um, in terms of spa places, I, I definitely do. I love great Jones spa with a passion and that's what I always treat myself to. Oh, I've treated myself to that a couple times this year, uh, and we'll definitely do that again very soon. And it's my favorite gift to give to people. I love giving people a 60-minute massage there because then you get to spend the entire day at Great Jones Spa, and you can use all their amenities and facilities, you know, like their steam and their sauna, and there's tea and snacks and hot tubs, and you can really hang out there all day. Every time I go, I go by myself, too. Uh I, like, literally... And like, this is just me time, Daphne, nobody else. I've never even gone with a friend. And then I'm like, I give the gift certificates to friends. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, we should go together. And I'm like, mm. I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of don't want to talk to anybody when I'm there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think a massage is also great because yes, of course it's relaxing and it's a treat, but massages can also be very detoxifying and massages. And that's why massage therapists always tell you to drink a lot of water flushes out a lot of toxins out of your muscles. And if you think about, we've talked about this a lot too, stress is toxic. And when the, when you have a massage, it's able to release all of those toxins out, but then you have to drink water to flush everything out. 
So a small price to pay. Small price to pay. for having a massage. Mm-hmm. And if you can turn that massage into a full day at the spa, go for it. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Totally reasonably priced. Um, another place is Air Ancient Baths in Tribeca, and that's another really fun, relaxing place where you can go all day um, and you know just relax, get massaged, and hang out and do steam and sauna and drink organic tea. Nice. <laughs> all right. So what is our Valentine to ourselves number three. Number three, you time. Me time? <laughs> yeah, we're both kind of at that point right now, aren't we? Um, what do you like to do for your you time, Joanna? Well, one thing that I find is that like I'm not good about um, like noticing that I have time to spend for myself and then spending it doing anything I actually like. Like too often, I'm like, oh, I just spent an hour like scrolling through Facebook. And I could have been doing something that was actually relaxing and enjoyable during that time, and I just didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I do like do it on purpose and have time to myself, I really love to read. Um, I like going to museums, um, and like an hour is like my perfect amount of time in a museum because <laughs> I I don't have like the longest attention span, um, but I like going for like a little bit. Um, being outside when it's nice and I can like go sit in the park. That's a way I like to spend me time. What about you? Uh, I, those are great. Those (laughs) are, yeah. I was just thinking to myself, I haven't been to a museum in so long and we live in like museum capital. Well, maybe not museum capital. I feel like there are certainly lots of them. I mean, yeah, we're surrounded by like amazing museums here. Um, my me time is very similar to your you time. (laughs) Uh, I love nothing more than, uh, I of course love to read, but I also love curling up on my couch and this is like you time with technology. And then I'll talk about me time, like without without technology. technology. But when I am having technology, I have a lot of technology and I have my phone near me and I have my, you know, laptop in front of me and I have the TV on. I love to put on a, I'm like a sucker for like documentaries and independent films. So I'll just put on something that I find really intriguing and um, really interesting. And I'll watch a movie while at the same time, do some online shopping. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I like to do for my like at home me time. Mm -hmm. Um, But my like outside me time, uh, I mean, I love going for runs outdoors, but if we're talking about things that are not workout related, I told Daphne um, she couldn't say workout as well. Oh my god, oops. Oh no, now, now I have to take a shot. <laughs> right. No, but and the reason that I said that is like uh, most of us, I think, while we know that workouts are good for us and like by the end we're glad we did them, it's not something we like look forward to. And I wanted these <laughs> things to be things that we look forward to. Mm-hmm. Daphne looks forward to runs. That's totally great. Yeah, That's why yeah. she's Daphne. <laughs> uh, but like, I'll let, I'll let you say it. Like, yeah, like it's your time. You can do with it what you want. (laughs) Yeah. But that's like, if we're thinking of, um, yeah, more, more physical me time, but if we're thinking, you know, just like pure fun stuff, you know, going out to get a really awesome soy latte or a soy Mm. chai from somewhere. I love doing that. And then, um, another thing that I really love something that I'm actually doing tonight is taking a painting class. Ooh, yeah, fun. You know, I love my, my painting mm-hmm. and they're not that, I mean, they're, they're, they're good, but they're not, <laughs> I'm not going to be selling them anytime soon. That's definitely like hobby, hobby mm-hmm. stuff. That's my me time. That's awesome. So why is it important to take 
like purposeful time for yourself? I think you're a better person when you take this purposeful time for yourself. I think that the I found uh, with myself and with a lot of friends and with clients and with students that everyone's balance is really askew. It's mm-hmm. a little off kilter. And um, we've we now exist in this day and age where it's normal to say, oh, I'm so busy or, oh, I'm, I have literally no time to myself. And sometimes, and especially as New Yorkers, we almost say that with a little bit of pride and a little bit of bragging rights. And, and it's almost like it validates us a little bit because, you know, here in New York, everyone is so driven and we all work so hard. And, you know, we, we exist among some of the most ambitious people in the world that it's almost weird to say, oh, I feel good. Mm-hmm. And I feel totally unstressed and I feel really balanced. <laughs> like you weird. never hear. Yeah. Totally What's wrong weird. with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then all of a sudden people might think you're like not working hard enough, but really if you are, you know, working hard and successful, um, maybe you should have more you time, you know? So that's kind of like the mindset that I've been grappling with is that, you know, successful people have a lot of they have downtime because mm-hmm. they, they worked hard to, to earn it. So um, there's that, you know, aspect of it. But then mo- really most importantly, uh, you know, we get burnt out fast in this city and we get frazzled quickly in this city. And if you don't have your you time, then um, you're going to continue to feel frazzled and frantic and anxious. And having a little bit of decompression time is just really, really critical. And I also think it makes you a better partner if you're in a relationship, too. Mm-hmm. And probably a better parent. Yeah. I was going to say, like, this is one of the things that gets, like, exponentially harder once you have kids. Um, especially if you are a full-time caregiver for your kids. Um, and so, there, you know, if you can get time away where you're not responsible for your kids, good for you. Like, I hope that that can happen for you. Mm -hmm. But if it can't, um, I wonder if there would still be ways, it wouldn't be like you alone time, but ways to at least try to set up like a small period of time where you felt like you could just be in the moment and you didn't have to be thinking about like the next thing and like what's for dinner and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. If there's like any way to like give yourself an hour where you're not thinking about what happens at like minute 61, mm-hmm. um, that I think can like stand in for, for me time. If mm-hmm. you, if that's not something you have right now, um, just having some time where you don't have to be anxious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take a nap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Well, and because we've talked before about how like stress is actually an impediment to weight loss. Mm-hmm. And if you find ways to lower your stress, which so far, all of these have been ways to lower your stress. Um, that it lowers. Tell me if I'm doing this wrong because no, I'm trying to remember right. what this you told me. Totally but right. But that it lowers your levels of cortisol. Yes. And then um, it helps you get rid of body fat. Yes. Good job, Joanna. See, taking care of yourself is good for you. <laughs> um, okay, so we have you time or me time, depending on who's talking. <laughs> Take some time for yourself. All right. What's our fourth way to love your body? Number four. Go to bed early or sleep in. Yay! (laughs) We love sleep. Yes. I am a championship sleeper. I am too. Deep sleeper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very deep sleeper. So why does sleeping matter? Um, Sleeping is critical for so many reasons. And I think that ultimately... You are a better human if you've gotten enough sleep. You're less cranky, and, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you're definitely less cranky. You just perform better in day-to-day life, and you're just a happier person. And there are so many studies that show that people who 
sleep adequate amounts of, you know, hours a night, they, their stress levels are lower, their anxiety levels are down, they're less depressed, and their energy levels are higher. So sleep is really critical, and um, I love sleeping in on the days that I get to. That's really the best. Mm -hmm. I think there's, like, sleeping in and going to bed early have different feels they to do. me. They do, yeah. There's something about... I'm I'm much more of a sleep in person than a go to bed early person, but going to bed early to me, like, um, it never feels lazy, even though yeah. it has like the same result in terms of how much you sleep. Like yeah. when I sleep in, I sometimes feel guilty about it, yeah. but I never feel guilty about going to bed early. I feel yeah. old and lame, but I'm okay <laughs> with those things. I feel like I'm being super, um, just like super good when I mm -hmm. go to bed early. Which, and I go to bed pretty late. I'm actually more of a night owl than I am a morning person. Um, but there are, there are some times when I do like to, on like a Saturday night, mm -hmm. curl up in bed much earlier than normal with like my iPad or a book. Mm -hmm. And it's so fun. It feels really indulgent it. to me. It does. To just it? be like... I'm not doing anything for anyone else for the rest of the, the night I'm getting in bed. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just in here. Yeah. Doing things for me. Yeah. The other night, Stuart and I we were both reading in bed. <laughs> we were like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do every night. Is that not cool? Are we not supposed to be reading? You know, it was our first time doing that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, welcome yeah. to marriage. <laughs> I, I know. No, I'm, I'm very excited kidding. for that. I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to marriage. But um, I, we slept better that night, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I always sleep great, but I did notice I fell asleep. Uh, and I always fall asleep pretty quickly. <laughs> but but I, I did feel, you know, very ultra relaxed dozing mm -hmm. off into sleep after not having, you know, technology in bed with me. And mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if that sounded right. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. When I say technology, I mean, like, you know, the iPad. The phone. Uh, the phone. Um, so... You know, going to bed early that night and, and reading a little bit, it felt so nice and mm -hmm. it felt so relaxing. Yeah. yeah. Treat yourself. Go to bed early. Yeah. I'm definitely not going to tell you not to sleep in, but there's something different about going to bed early, I mm -hmm. think. Yeah, definitely. Great. So we have four so far. What is our fifth way to love your body? Number five, go on an adventure. Ooh. Pick something that you've been dying to do. Whether it's a show or it's a museum, which I guess kind of goes back to our you you time and, and me time. Mm -hmm. But it could be with another person or totally. a group. Mm -hmm. Go on an adventure. What I like to do is I like to pick up my free copy of Time Out New York on Wednesday. <laughs> and the free copies aren't as good as the, the old ones. They really reduce their comedy they, listings, which is yeah. a huge problem oh for people like me. Yeah, but anyway, because people that. like you read and plan what to do based R on... Totally, totally. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, not as much content as, at all, but I guess you get what you pay for, right? So <laughs> if it's free, um, you know, there's not going to be as much as much listed in there, but it's still good. Nonetheless, I still love it. I still feel very connected to New York city just because of time out New York. It's very stressful for me on the Wednesdays that I don't locate a <laughs> copy. Um, like if my schedule changes and, and normally I always get my copy from the 77th street subway station on the upper East on my way back from a client I have there. <laughs> and if my schedule gets messed up and that doesn't happen, Sometimes they're downstairs in our lobby, sometimes they're not. And then I can never seem to get one at Penn Station when I'm like on my way to my corporate class. And it's just, and then by that point, they're all gone. 
So it's very stressful when I don't find one. But then I just gone to timeoutnewyork.com. Plan an adventure. Think about something you've been dying to do and just book it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just do it. Put it in the calendar. Yeah. What are some adventures you have coming up, Joanna? Coming up? I don't know. But we've we've done talked about everything from like... Um, you know, Russ and Daughters has a cafe now, Aww. and uh, we've been talking about like going to get brunch at Russ and Daughters, yeah. or like um, you know, doing a day trip and going on a hike. Not like in the middle of winter, but <laughs> when it's nice out. Um, a really great adventure again when it's nice out is you can take the Metro North train up to Beacon, New York, and you can go to Dia Beacon, which is like a giant modern art museum where they have a lot of like really large scale works. Um, and you can walk there from the train. It takes like a little over an hour to get up there. And then the town itself is like cute and also a little hipstery. So there are like all sorts of little restaurants and stuff. And you can do that in a day. Um, but there's also just like, you know, go to, um, a shop that you've been meaning to check out, Mm -hmm. take a class, like your painting class, like you were talking about. Um, you know, uh, go to the beach. Yeah. Especially here. We, um, we always forget that we can be at an ocean beach in less than 45 minutes from our place. Yeah. We always forget that. I always forget that. And then every time we go, we're like, why don't we do this every day? Yeah. So it's really amazing. We have so many activities mm-hmm. here. Do you have favorite adventures? Uh, I really want to see Fun Home mm-hmm. within the next couple of weeks. And that might be our kind of Valentine's Day gift to each other. That's a good We've idea. We've just been like talking and we were like, oh, we'll do it for Christmas and oh, we'll do it for my birthday. And I think that might end up being closer to February. Mm-hmm. Dying to see it. And um, yeah, we always love going out to try new restaurants mm-hmm. and we always love walking on the High Line. Mm-hmm. And then if we're talking about an adventure, like a solo adventure, like just a Daphne adventure, um, you know, that might involve some type of shopping somewhere. <laughs> sure. Oh, but you know what? You know where I love to shop? I love shopping for, uh, like, non-clothing things. Mm-hmm. Like, and when I know I mentioned online shopping earlier. <laughs> and you guys, if, those of you who know me, you know, I, like, I mean, I wear clothes, but that's not really my, like, fashion is actually, like, not my thing at all. <laughs> I love, like, home goods. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love treating myself to a really nice candle from West Elm. Or many things from West Elm, <laughs> everything from West Elm, going to CB2 or Pottery Barn um, and uh, a world market now just opened up. And that's kind of, that's my jam. That's, mm-hmm. that's my adventure. Yeah. A Daphne Adventure Day would involve, uh, I'm not going to say a run <laughs> because I'm not allowed to, but a Daphne Adventure Day would involve um, a really great soy coffee beverage and lots of walking around a super cute area and then shopping and buying lots of fun things for my apartment and then maybe getting my nails done and then seeing a musical and then going out to eat. I think like going to, (laughs) (laughs) it's a full day. It's a very Um, full day. Going to an ethnic neighborhood is a really good adventure. Not to say that like uh, people of other cultures are here to be like entertainment for me. Um, but like, Chinatown. but I love going to Chinatown. I love, love. like going to dim sum. Oh, so I love fun. like shopping in grocery stores that aren't just like regular old, like Western grocery stores. Um, that stuff is really fun. Uh, and, uh, which is leading me to a question like this might seem dumb, but like, why is going on an adventure good for your health? <laughs> 
It's also stress level reduction. Mm -hmm. And then it also gives you that balance that's so critical. Um, so you don't get uh, flustered and frantic and anxious in day-to-day -day life. And also because you deserve it. Mm -hmm. Because you're amazing. Yeah. And you should love yourself and you're love awesome. your body and treat yourself. Yeah. Um, great. So our five Valentines to you to give to yourself uh, after this Valentine's Day. Number one, dark chocolate and red wine. Number two, a massage. Number three, take some you time, whatever that means for you based on where you are in your life. Number four, go to bed early. And number five, go on an adventure. Awesome. I love all of those. I'm going to try to do those. Maybe not all of them this week, but try to do at least like one a week. Yeah, definitely. I think it's time I hit up Great Jones Spa. Yeah. <laughs> I would say I'd come with you, but I'm not invited. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's just me time. Not you time. That's fine. It's, I get it. I totally get it. Well, I hope you all had a happy Valentine's Day. We love you. We hope you love yourselves too. Uh, yeah, we love our listeners. Thank yeah. you guys for being so awesome. Yeah, a Valentine to you. we have a listener question from Audra. Audra sent us a couple great questions. So thank you, Audra. You are the best. She says, this question is in two parts. First, what the heck is fish oil and why are people so obsessed with it? Second, should I be taking it? So Daphne, uh, one of the first things you had me do when we started meeting was get on the fish oil. Yeah. So what's I, that all about? I told you <laughs> about. <laughs> <laughs> I did that on purpose. I don't actually talk that way, but I... <laughs> You know, Sympathize with the Canadians. <laughs> one of the very first things I told you was to uh, start taking a fish oil supplement. And I am a firm believer in fish oil, and I will tell you all why. So first of all, what is fish oil? Uh, at its most oil from a fish? basic, it is legitimately oil from fatty fish um, that has been turned into a pill. Uh, so... And there's a really good reason why. So as of right now, the American Heart Association recommends that people eat fish, like fatty fish, at least two times a week for heart health. And so because fish itself, especially fatty fish, it's really high in omega-3 fatty acids. And these are essential nutrients that our body cannot make on its own. So what is fish oil? Fish oil is this, or it is oil from this fish, but in pill form. And of course there are certain brands that are a little bit better than others. And I recommended a really great brand to you. And, mm -hmm. um, and so we can have that in our show notes. So, so why, why should we be taking fish oil? Um, I'm going to divide this up into, uh, kind of like the scientific kind of like the, the health reasons why we should be taking fish oil. And then I'm also going to be talking about why, just why, Aesthetically, sure. We should be taking fish oil because mm -hmm. um, fish oil is so great for so many parts of your organs. But your organs, your skin is an organ. That's what I'm just going to tell you all right now. So that's a little bit of um, a little bit of foreshadowing of what we're going to talk about <laughs> a little bit later. So uh, some benefits of taking fish oil daily, and why I recommend everyone. Uh, jumping on this fish oil bandwagon. So number one, it's really great for your heart health. Um, fish oil has been shown to lower your triglycerides, and these are um, these are fats that are at uh, unhealthy. Um, th these are fats that are unhealthy in high levels, 
in your body. So (laughs) it's related to like cholesterol levels too, right? Like when I get my cholesterol numbers, there's usually like LDL, HDL, and triglycerides. Mm -hmm. So, so LDL and HDL are cholesterol Mm -hmm. and then triglycerides are something completely separate. Ah, but it gets often listed in like the same. It gets totally listed. Yeah. These are just like fatty deposits in your body that the fish oil actually breaks down. Ah, so um, yeah. Break down those fatty deposits. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what we're you know, set out to do. So fish oil is also proven to uh, reduce stroke in people with heart disease and it prevents heart disease and it slows the buildup of like plaque in your arteries and it also does reduce um, blood pressure. So that's why fish oil is great for your heart health. Um, And I know a lot of us, you know, especially you listeners out there, uh, there's a big age range. So some of you guys who are, you know, a little bit younger, 20s and 30s, um, early 40s, uh, you might not even have known that fish oil is so great for heart health. Um, but then for some of our older listeners, um, in, in which, you know, heart health is actually probably a part of your like daily conversation now. Um, it's, it's really, really, really beneficial. So another great benefit of taking fish oil is that uh, fish oil has a lot of anti-inflammatory properties. So fish oil plays a large role in preventing these inflammatory conditions like arthritis, colitis, Crohn's disease, osteoporosis. Um, and, and you know me, I know a lot about the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. That's an organization I worked with for a really, really, really long time. And something I was always recommending to, you know, my now fiance and my runners uh, was that they need to be taking a fish oil because they need to calm that inflammation in their intestines. So, um, it's really great for reducing inflammation overall in the body. So fish oil also helps with digestion. So what fish oil does is it binds everything together in your system that you Mm -hmm. eat and it helps you excrete things a little bit more effortlessly, a little bit more fluidly. Um, and, uh, it's, it's really great for your intestinal health. So some other things that fish oil does is, um, There's a ton of research out there right now that shows that fish oil is good for your brain. And that fish oil helps with depression, ADD, um, with infants with their eye and brain development, with Alzheimer's, schizophrenia, and bipolar. So it's like kind of crazy right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like, you know, there's so much medication out there and really I firmly believe in supplementation. Um, That's just been my kind of... um, where I've been with, uh, nutrition the past, you Mm -hmm. know, decade is I, I feel better when I do take supplements and I do notice some, you know, differences in my body. And I, and I feel like if they've worked for me, then, you know, then they must work for other people. So your body doesn't make omega threes. So to get the amount you need, you really have to take these supplements. Um, omega threes are also found in like walnuts and vegetable oils, flaxseed oil, olive oil. Um, uh, so you can get it elsewhere. Um, so like if you're a vegetarian and you don't want to take a fish, fish oil, oil then sure. you can try to get those sources from, uh, from those other things. So, uh, those are the kind of health benefits and uh, those are kind of like the, internal things. Yeah. Let's get vain for let's a second. What's this going to do for my appearance? So I have been taking fish oil religiously for a really long time now. And fish oil is really amazing 
for your skin, your hair, your nails, and your eyes. So uh, it, it's really great to, um, okay, well, well, let's talk about it this way. Your skin is an organ, right? Mm-hmm. So your skin is an organ and uh, we want to keep all of our organs healthy and our skin is just the one that, you know, people see and the, our skin is the one that kind of shows what's happening to us internally right away. So say we are, you know, not getting enough fatty acids and we are really sleep deprived and we are not drinking enough water that's going to appear on your skin right away thing is if it's appearing on your skin already that you know you can bet like your insides are in even worse condition so say you know your face is looking wrinkled your skin is dry um it's it's really critical to think about you know skin hair health nail health it all comes from the inside out no amount of cream is going to fix an issue however Fish oil can. <laughs> so fish oil um, is really great for skin health. And what it does is it protects your skin against uh, sun damage and it nourishes uh, hair follicles and it hydrates your skin. So taking fish oil is like putting oil in an engine to help it run smoothly. It's like putting oil in your body um, to help it run smoothly. And it's also been, you know, proven to help with acne and with wrinkles. Um, so I, I'm a firm believer in that. Um, you know, skin health is very important to me and, and I really believe it comes from the inside out and drinking lots of water and taking a fish oil, uh, helps me with my skin and my hair and, you know, all that jazz. So for healthy and beautiful skin and hair and nails, (laughs) Take a fish oil. <laughs> so a couple things about fish oil. Um, a lot of people think that fish oil gives you fishy burps. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that you recommended to me, I haven't had that problem at all. Yes. Um, and the one that you recommended was Nordic Naturals yes. Arctic Omega D. That's the one. Is what it's called. That's my favorite one. It was actually um, an acupuncturist who recommended that to me yeah. who also uh, was really great with supplements. And the great thing about that one is because there is a little bit of I think there's lime in that one, and mm. that's what combats the fishy mm. burps, mm-hmm. and that kind of takes care of it. It's just making sure that you purchase a fish oil that actually says somewhere on it doesn't produce a fishy aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if you do buy one that does produce a little bit of a fishy aftertaste, all you need to do is make sure you have it with some food, mm. and that'll help a lot. And I have to say this, even if you do feel like you're burping or smelling like fish. You're not. No one else can smell it. Mm. It's just what you're tasting. Um, even if you're burping it up, people can't smell it. Trust me. It's the same thing for garlic and onions. Like, that's not bad breath. That's just garlic and onions. You know, bad breath is is halitosis, and you should right. all floss, and that's a completely separate <laughs> issue. That's another thing I'm very, very passionate about. But, yeah, so when you are tasting something on your tongue, it doesn't mean people can smell that. Um, so... <laughs> Did this just get really gross? <laughs> it always does. Um, always but so there does. are fish oil pills that don't even make you taste fishy stuff. Yes, I don't taste it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I have to say is the pills are huge. They are. They're really big. Yeah. I don't know why fish oil pills are so big. Uh, yeah, you know, I actually, I actually haven't found a fish oil pill that is small. And I think it, I really think it's because you need to get that much of it in you. Yeah, I take like um, two giant pills. Yeah, so yeah, if you have a hard time swallowing pills, then it might be better for you to just try eating more fish. You mm-hmm. know, and I know there's all this stuff right now about like mercury and like farm-raised versus 
you know, wild, wild and, and it's like, just, just do your best. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm certainly not spending, you know, $27 a pound on only, you know, organic, wild, Alaskan, whatever, you know, I just, mm-hmm. I just buy, you know, the best salmon I can, but I'm not, I'm certainly not being, I'm not a salmon snob. <laughs> so, you know, do, do what you can, mm-hmm. um, but try to get more fish into your diet. And in terms of all like the mercury stuff, um, you know, really it's in such small amounts, if any, that for the, for average people, for it's average probably okay. Person, yeah. And I, it's, if you're pregnant, it's a very, it's, it's different because you really don't want to run that risk. Um, but you know, we can't, we really can't get too fussed with that. It's, <laughs> it's not so, um, and then I know there was like a lot in the news a while ago. I think Jeremy Piven got mercury poisoning, like Oh, yeah, because he ate too much sushi. Yeah, but it's not even totally clear. I was following celebrity gossip much more carefully back then. (laughs) It's not even, it it was suggested that that was an excuse, not an actual. Probably to like not perform in the show that he wanted. Yeah, because he was on Broadway. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, So who knows? I don't mean to like slander Jeremy Piven. Maybe he did. I have no idea. Very rare to get mercury poisoning. So don't even worry about that. Cool. Let's not live in fear of things that we don't need to live in fear of. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so to answer Audra's question, now we know what the heck fish oil is and why people are so obsessed with it. And should she be, should she be taking it? I think mm-hmm. if you ask Daphne, she would say yes. You'll <laughs> notice the difference in your in your hair, skin, and nails pretty much right away. Yeah, and you know the funny thing is, I can actually look at someone now. I've been doing this so long, and I can tell they're not getting enough fat in their diet right away. And then I can tell them even. Uh, you know, without even asking, I'll be, I'll know they're, they're not taking fish oil. And so Daphne knows. Daphne knows. Daphne knows all. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks so much for your question, Audra. And again, if you want to send us a question, you can email us at info at just one more podcast.com, or you can comment on our Facebook page and we'll answer your question there. Thanks for listening to just one more with Joanna and Daphne. Our show is hosted by Daphne Yang and me, Joanna Shaflam. We're produced and edited by me. Our theme music is by Hannah vs. The Many, who you can hear at hannahvsthemany.com. We'll be back next week. You can make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing to Just One More on iTunes or whatever you use to listen to podcasts. For show notes and help subscribing, you can go to our website, justonemorepodcast.com. Let us know what you think. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at justonemorepod, on Facebook at facebook.com slash justonemorepodcast, or you can email us at info at justonemorepodcast.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.